Hi, I'm Adora. I'm Ankita. I'm Chantal. I'm Zion. And this is Life Update. This is Life Update. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm yeah. going to let Zion take the floor. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Today it we'll. Tuesday? It's definitely not Tuesday. Oh, it's Wednesday, <laughs> babe. <laughs> I was thinking about that for a hot second too. It's like um, I'm so tired. It's a so Wednesday. Tired. It's hump day. I'll let that one slide. It's <laughs> <laughs> like big time to do this intro, and I know this is gonna be the one. Um, but today we'll be talking about um, being a person of color at a BWI. BWI, Baltimore, yeah. Washington, International. Washington International Airport. Airport. The way yeah. this is our only this podcast. That's how they know we're from the DMV. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Yes, going to a, a, a private, what is a PWI? A private white Predominantly institution. Predominantly white institution. <laughs> we just said that. Oh my goodness. For those of you who don't know. Uh, in comparison to an HBC, which is a historically black college and or a university. Um, so yeah, we're go. all people of color. We all go to PWIs and um, and female. I feel like we should highlight that oh, too. We're all yeah. women of color who go to PWIs. Um, and today we're just gonna talk about our experiences. Yeah. How, how I, I want to talk about Penn State just a lot because I know Penn State is a... <laughs> they're not known for their for diversity. diversity at all so what was your experience being on campus last semester um honestly it was and I, I wanted to say where I didn't want to believe that it would be a, a culture shock to me because for middle school middle slash elementary school like there weren't a lot of like black students. Well, there were more white students in my middle school slash elementary school. Um, so I was like, okay, like I'm comfortable being around like, you know, so many white people and it, it just being me. No, when I tell you it was my first day of orientation, I was the only black person in the room out of like maybe 25 people. I was like, oh, oh no. Okay. 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 Um, so definitely like getting onto campus and seeing that everyone everywhere was white, which is not a bad thing, but like, I also should put this as a pre-warning. I think we probably said it in the first episode, um, but we're from Prince George's County, Maryland, which is a very, very diverse um, area. Cultural so, shock. Yeah, coming, coming from here to there was a, a really big culture shock you know, going downtown and like being the only black person on the street or being the only black woman on the street. Um, that was different to me. I, you know, luckily hadn't experienced any like hate crimes, which sad to say, like, it's not the reality for everyone else. Um, and it might not be the reality for the next three years. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was very interesting. I can definitely get into um, deeper experiences once we get along in there but um yeah I think for me my experience with PWIs um I also go to a PWI at U Miami um for me I mean I feel like this is going to be a generalization kind of a hot take so like I feel like they're kind of two different types of people like black people that go to PWIs it's either you like have been in an area 
you've grown up in an area where you are around a lot of white people, so you're more comfortable going. And you can tell by like the types of people that a lot of them hang out with, or you like, because I, from what I've seen, you either, from the people that I've met, and I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to no, hate or, yeah, but like the people that I've met, it's either like one black girl in a friend group of like a ton of not black girls, or it's like a lot of black people hanging out together. You're more, you're less likely to find a friend group that's evenly mixed with all different races, all different kinds of people. Usually I've, I've seen a lot of friend groups where there are a few tokens, quote unquote, in the white friend groups. But like, have you guys noticed that? It's either like you assimilate or like you stick to your own kind. Like I, I've definitely- you stick to your, yeah. Yeah, I was I just going to talk about that, how like my friend groups here have literally been with people of color. Like, I don't really I was also going to talk about that, how I feel like we're just like drawn, not for everyone, but yes. for me, I'm like drawn to people who I have like similarities with and I can like relate to stuff like that I can relate um, on a lot of stuff with. It's just easier to like find friends that way, um, especially when you're at a PWI, because both of you are, you you guys are the minority, so you can like confide in each other, I feel like. Definitely, and at my school, um, Towson, there's black to you, and then there's just to you, and <laughs> you to get stuck in black to you, and just like hang around all black people, like they warned you, like isolate yourself, but at the same degree, like you go to, like in a lot of my classes that are honors classes, I'm like the only black person with like one other person. And it really just depends. Cause even though we're like almost 50, 50, when it comes down to like certain classes, it's just me still. And I'm just like, how is this, how is this possible? Then I'm like PWI. <laughs> um, I definitely want to agree with Ankita on what she said about, you kind of want to stick to your own kind if it makes sense just because it's honestly like a safety thing like it's a well you, you don't know that this person is necessarily going to be good or bad but you know that they probably have the same perspective that you uh have so right. i ended up joining um a mentoring club uh, i'm still in it um or organizations i should say um for minorities and that was like really nice for me because and I think I talked about this on the first episode. Um, forewarning, my memory is terrible. So I'll probably be repeating a lot of stuff. Um, but it was nice to have like a safe space of like minorities to be around, like outside of like this huge campus of like literally just white people. Um, shoot, I just forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah, it's, it's really easy to stick with what you know and yeah some people like I would say like might call it a bad thing but I honestly don't think it is because just the experiences that you hear other people having and the experiences that you start to have your own self I think you become more and more willing to want to stick to the people that you know and there's definitely I feel, and I also though <laughs> I mean like for me I I thought actually Miami kind of exceeded my expectations because I thought it was especially when I came to tour I saw a lot of white people and I was really scared that I was going to come here and just be bombarded with people that were not that didn't look like me but I've it's been surprisingly easy to make friends like to make black friends and to make friends of other races and stuff but also 
the people here, the the white people here are not as like Florida conservative as I thought they would be. But I think it's because of like the location in Miami, because Miami is a pretty liberal city. And um, like we're because we're near like South America, Mexico, Cuba, all that, like we have a lot of um, immigrant students, which is good because we have we have um, that international that international student base actually helps kind of diversify like the entire student body and it, it forces the school to like we can't we can't be too conservative when we literally have like 20 percent international students like it just it, it wouldn't work so yeah i think that that's one of the reasons why i was it was, it was a pleasant surprise to me coming on campus but i know that it's not like that everywhere definitely Zion, you were going to say something. Oh, I almost forgot because I was listening to what you had to say. So a new idea came in my head. But I know that having friends who look like you, you can just assume their views and assume like it's a safe space, as Adora said. But to the same degree, there will be people who don't like you who have like the same group, the same views as you. And you're like, okay, this is fine. So it's really just having a conversation with them and just seeing it's okay. But people can say something, but do actions that reflect another. And then you just tripped up and then you're just not, you don't feel safe anymore. So then you just go yeah. back to the little bubble and go to your, your people who look like you. So, I you feel like she's trying to, I mean, I had an experience like this. It's kind of, I didn't know if Zion was trying to segue to this. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to call, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to name a single name, but you know, I was, I, like I said, I just came on campus and I, like, I'm four weeks, five weeks in, I don't even know how long in, but there's this girl who's obviously not black, not obviously, a girl who's white, who I had <laughs> formed an attachment with, and, you know, I heard her say the N word, and so now, oh like, God. obviously, it was really weird like I was like oh I thought you were my friend and she said it really casually and apparently she'd done this before and it made me feel like like maybe maybe you know maybe my my character judgment is a little bit off in terms of white people and maybe like they're more comfortable like I don't know if they thought it was something that I'd be comfortable with but like that's just the type of stuff you run into when you're at a PWI because you're coming into contact with white people who have only been around white people and the thing is that I the like the white people that I know my friends a, a large number of my friends they grew up in PG County so obviously they were immersed in other cultures they didn't just grow up around one type of person but a lot of the people that I'm meeting at my school and I'm sure at Penn State Towson they're coming from areas that they only hang out with other white people so obviously their standards their gauges are a little bit off and it's hard to navigate that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little odd, but yeah, it's. Uh. I just want to speak kind of on the casual racism that occurs at PWIs because there's obviously like large scale racism, but there's casual racism that like I feel like a lot of people don't talk about, which I feel like makes it Definitely. ten times more exhausting. Like, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this is to the listeners and to you guys, but um, like, you know how in dorms you have your window and everyone can see your window when you're walking around campus. Yeah. But like yeah. Notes. yeah. Yeah. So many dorms had like Trump sticky notes. They'd have like oh my, yeah. oh thing on the window. I remember one time I was walking back from yoga and I went to yoga alone. It was on the other side of where I lived on campus. Um, and of course I was alone. It was like dark and I see this huge Trump flag 
hanging out um, of a window. And earlier that class, there was a huge like pickup truck with like this big uh, Blue Lives Matter flag hanging. And, and, and myself, I'm thinking, why is no one else outraged like this? Like, do you guys not see a problem with this? Um, and I feel like a lot of the thing is that like so many people are just complacent with it and like the minorities who maybe want to do something like don't have the power to do anything because I mean like what are, what is the university gonna do you know what I'm saying um but yeah I just I noticed that a lot even just going downtown I like to go downtown um a lot and just like explore and you know seeing people with like racist memorabilia on or something like that or even going outside because um, Penn State is in the middle of nowhere. It's very much farmland, okay? Um, so, you know, going out into the other towns, seeing stuff. Um, and then, again, it made me realize that not everyone comes from a background where they do know Black people or where they have the right ideas of Black people or minorities. Um, so, yeah. I can we relate to... Oh. No, no, no. I'm okay. definitely go. <laughs> I can relate to that, to Adora's situation so much because, yeah, Blacksburg is in the mountains. It's, yep, it's just middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. So on campus, I wouldn't, like, I personally haven't experienced anything crazy on campus. Like, even after election day, like I, we all thought something was gonna happen, it didn't, but you know, so, so far it's been okay. But definitely when you get off campus, I'm like, oh, I'm in this, like the Southern part of Virginia, <laughs> like this is okay. Like going to Target, going to Walmart, yeah. no one's wearing masks, but I saw this guy had, all Trump geared up and I'm like okay I haven't seen like I haven't seen anything like this before so I feel like that's definitely where the culture shock came for me and I was like oh okay this is definitely does not look like where I came from um I think another culture shock was I feel like also we were all we were all trapped in this not trapped we were all in this like PG bubble so when we started, for me, when I started following like college accounts and stuff and like people started like posting like bios about themselves, I was like, wait, people like this actually exist? Like all those guys are like holding fish and like, and like <laughs> all those like, all those like party, party girls. Yeah, no, literally I was like, wait, this actually exists? Cause we've never seen something like that before. Like I haven't. They don't, they don't be staying around Maryland. Like no. they stay really in, around yeah, Maryland. Yeah, not PG County. County. So I think that's where the culture shock for me started. I was like, okay. But other than that, I haven't, yeah. Like Chantal said, I was, I wasn't like that surprised. I feel like off campus is definitely a different The story. funny thing about that is I'm like, for, it's opposite from my school because of like my, our location in Miami, like on campus is where it's like, oh, there are a lot of white people. It's, there's not a lot of minorities. It's interesting. Well, I mean, I don't really feel that way, but like you could, but the thing is once you get off campus, it's because the surrounding areas, my minorities, it's actually a lot of Hispanic people. So I actually, and more comfortable off campus sometimes than I am when I'm on campus, which is kind of interesting because it's the exact opposite of what Ankita was saying about her experience. So, but no, I, um, and going back to what Adora was saying earlier about like the 
Trump signs and stuff on campus. We had an experience with that last semester at my school where um, the UM campus Republicans like put up a bunch of Trump signs like all over campus and the UM campus Democrats didn't put any political signs up because when you kind of put them just up on the campus without saying this is sponsored by the UM campus Republicans, it makes it seem like the school endorses it. And so when someone put the Trump sign up, uh, somebody vandalized the sign and everyone was saying, well, they shouldn't have had the sign up in the first place. But the school said, like the school like sent an email out saying, you guys are vandalizing uh, school property and we're gonna find whoever um, vandalized these Trump signs and everyone was just really upset about it. And also knowing that the UM campus Republicans got away with, they said um, somebody went into their meeting and recorded them saying like racist remarks and so like it was just there's a lot of stuff that we just we don't like to talk about about the school but like like i said it's just a different it's kind of just a different culture down here and you're just you didn't really i didn't really expect it i wasn't like obviously i'm not exposed to a lot of quote unquote trump supporters and stuff in maryland so having the maryland isn't just pg county because i know there's so i know i'd be forgetting that that happened to go to Towson and you're just in a conversation and we're they they love to have a open conversation we're like hey anyone from the other side and then there's always at least like two or three people just to be like for devil's advocate but like they're actually Trump supporters and they're open about it and it's not okay and it's okay and we like to see the other opinion and uh they'll be like no I don't think Trump should be charged with impeachment and we'll have like three votes for the poll and the class is like 25. You're like, okay, I'll remember that. Or it's like simple passive aggressive things like, hey, we're in a group project and they just don't really care what you have to say. And you're like, oh, okay, I get what you're doing here. And mine isn't nearly as bad as if I went to like a major PWI, like it's literally 50-50, but uh, it's really eye-opening to see like, oh, people in Maryland do support Trump. You just forget, they're just not by you. Um, Adore, I know it's much worse probably for you because there's more people. Like, wasn't there um, a BSU incident? Um, oh, yes. So I'm going to touch on that and then really quick because you just reminded me about like being in a, in a class like full of white people. One of my classes this semester, um, it's my math class. They, you know, people have group meetings for classes. So I joined in the Zoom. I noticed I was the only black girl and there was a black guy in the class. In the group chat, I was the only black person in the group chat. So, and I don't want this to come off as um, me generalizing people, but I knew that, okay, if we have 40 people in this group chat, now what percentage of you are Trump supporters? And I'm the only black girl in the group chat. Like, I'm not going to, you know, take my chances and say anything controversial. I ended up leaving because they were trying to cheat, but not my business. Um, but yes, I think it was the, um, it could have, I think it was the NAACP chapter of Penn State, like they were having like a welcome back meeting, like for the spring semester. And um, I was actually going to go, I just don't even know why, but maybe this was like my mind telling me not to go. Um, but a bunch of white students um, like bombed the meeting um, and they said like racial slurs. Uh, there was like nudity going on. Like they were just like being absolutely disgusting. And like the university put out a statement, but like there was no action after it. 
And that's what, or no action that I knew of after. And that's what gets me really because, and even before I went the summer um, before, or this past summer, I, I should say, there was a viral video that went around this Penn State alum and his son who currently goes to Penn State and they had called these people on the street um, the n-word the hard er um, were saying racial slurs all because I think they were like telling people to vote or like campaigning something like that um, and there was no action done against him the student or said anything against the father the alumni so that's what really kind of gets me is that like all these things happen and you expect something to happen because you're like, this is wrong. The, the school should say this. They have like so many black students. They have so many minority students. So why don't they care about them? But it doesn't happen. So I would say that's irritating on my part. I have something. So, I mean, just about like PWIs in general, how do you feel about um, seeing the sanitation workers and the lunch workers especially at my school, how they're usually predominantly people of color. And I don't know, it just, I, I know, like, it just, it always just rubs me the wrong way, always. When I'm like, I don't, and they, and I see a lot of the kids like not treating them well. Or like, um, like at our school, I'm pretty sure they have like this job where we have to wear these, um, these um, bands on our wrist every day, like for, cause it's for symptom checkers for COVID. We have to do this symptom checker thing every morning. And so, they have job. They, I think they gave out jobs for people to just go and hand out symptom checkers to people. And they will, and I, I've never seen a white person do this job. It's always people of color. And like I said, I go to a PWI. So most of the students are white and they're always just being mean to them and ignoring them and saying that they're annoying. And it's just really, it just doesn't rub, like the way, it just rubs me the wrong way that a lot of the people that are working at the school, not like professors, but like people that are working at the school are people of color and then they're just mistreated. But do you have that experience as well? I guess Adora and Ankita, I would be, you guys would be the ones to ask. Have you guys seen that? Like, is that just a Miami thing? Actually, funny thing, all, all the workers in my dining hall were white. Like literally Same. almost every single one of them. I, think I was trying to think, like, I don't, I remember, I'm wow. pretty sure they were all white. Yeah, majority I think of them. That's also because a lot of the people who are working, like, in like the student jobs, the, those were definitely like um, diversified. I think that's the way to say it because like where I would get like my packages and like go to get my, like if I like lost my key or stuff like that, those were student workers. So they were um, often people of color, but the people who worked in my dining hall were um, pretty much all white. And I think that also has to go into the uh, factor that state college and its surrounding areas are predominantly when I say predominantly predominantly white it's very white um and those people because they're older people who have like children and stuff like that so those people are the ones who are working there um and honestly I think I've maybe had like some experiences where it's been like reversed um where they've been like a little rude to me and I'm like girl no like oh. let's turn it down a little bit no I can definitely see that happening. I think less with, um, what's it called, faculty and more with peers. Like if there's like, you know, black peers like standing up for something or, you know, saying something louder, then um, then they're like often be diminished. But Ankita, did you have the same experience? Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
I yeah when I go to dining halls the staff is pretty much white and that's so interesting yeah maybe it's just like where maybe I am. Miami the fact yeah, that it's just Miami. yeah maybe it's that but I mean like you can tell that they're from like Blacksburg though it's kind of funny well not the dining halls but like the cleaning staff like yeah. the southern accent like you know that's another yeah. thing yeah <laughs> it's like that's there but what? No. I for where what part of um what part of Virginia is Virginia Tech? Is it like Southern Virginia? It's, yeah, it's Southern. Or Richmond. It's um, Richmond's about like I want to say like three four hours. I want to say, but no, it's Southern. It's in the city called like Blacksburg, which is from PG County. It's like from home. It's like four and a half hours. So yeah. Dang. But I keep forgetting Virginia's like a big. I know. State. Like I always think of it as this like tiny little triangle, yeah. but it's actually pretty large. Chantal, I think you had a point earlier because even at UMD, I, I'm constantly there since I'm still still not on my actual campus. Uh, <laughs> all the workers, like if you were going to the dining hall or stuff, usually I think they're people of color, but I just think it's because of the surrounding areas. Like I know a lot of people who've worked in the dining hall and they're people of color. So I think it's the area which you surround yourself in. Yeah. And, um, like, and, and I think it goes back to like having schools, like, like the same how UPenn is in Philly or how UMD is in like the DC area or how Miami is in University of Miami is in Miami. Those are all predominantly white colleges that are in areas that are more predominantly people of color. So I guess the workers that are the people that are working there are people from that area and they're people of color. So now I'm, right. I, I'm connecting it. It makes sense. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it because yeah, I guess I didn't realize it Virginia was- Tech and Penn State are both in white areas. So it's the people yeah. working there, the people that live there. Now I, sound <laughs> stupid. I mean, but it was a really good point to yeah. make. Something. It I, makes sense. I can I, see how you can be uncomfortable from that. And uh Kathy, I think she talked about it recently of how she's the only one who talks to the cleaning staff because she can yeah. speak Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. In Spanish and how all the other people don't really interact with them. And I so I was like, you have a point. You have a point. You're valid. <laughs> That's me with the food staff. Like the woman, like I always make an effort when I get my breakfast to like say good morning to them, to talk to them when they're like serving me my food and people, I just ha- haven't been very nice to them sometimes. That's why they know me. Like I walk in and they're like, hey, beautiful. It's so nice. Aww. I love the cleaning. I love, I like the, the food staff at the school a lot. I am. Um, and they always get me my favorite juice. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the okay. juice. You enjoy it. They have this orange guava juice that Ooh. is so good, and I get it every morning. I literally have it right here. That sounds so Miami. Oh, sounds like yeah. something. It's from- not even like Miami. It's like Minute Maid, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. Um, but I did have a, a question for you guys um, because I don't know. This piqued my interest. Like I think at the beginning of the conversation, but and I think Zion, you, you might have an input on this a little bit. I mean, even though you've been at home all semester me going to a PWI, like I wanted to make sure that I had a minority roommate. They didn't have to be specifically black, but I wanted to make sure that I had a minority roommate. It did backfire me a little, on me a little bit because <laughs> my roommate and I are not on good terms. That could be a whole nother episode. We'll talk about that later. Roommate. Yeah, but, um, yeah so I, I made sure that I had a minority roommate. And while we were in our situation, like while we were living together, we did have that common interest with us being like one of four 
like minorities on the floor. Um, so we did like, you know, when other people were, or just being like around the other girls in the hallway, like we had that common connection. Um, but yeah, so did you guys have that? Oh my God, that's actually a really good um, topic. Um, so when, yeah, when I was going through like the um, roommate process, it was also really hard because I had to like find people who are dorming in the same dorm as me because I had to live there for the honors program. So that's something else. But yeah, while I was going through it, I was like, you know, scrolling and seeing all these sorority girls. I was like, I, I don't think that's going to be the best option for me. Also, there's a pan, there's a pandemic going on, and I don't want to. It's a pandemic. I don't want. It's a, it's a pandemic. I don't want to put myself in danger. I don't want someone else to put me in danger. You know, I need someone who actually cares about what's going on so that was the thing and I mean yeah I also didn't want someone that is gonna have a culture shock when I'm in the room and like ask questions and just I don't want to be in that situation so I'm not saying everyone's like that but I did want a roommate of color and I got one and um because you know you just like live the same way you know like you do the same stuff and it's just easier that way it's familiarity you don't have to worry about that person being like an undercover racist really you know what i'm saying like (laughs) it's it's a place of comfort because it's like technically like that is your home and maybe this is the psych major in me speaking i don't know but (laughs) you want something that's going to feel like your home and if you're not used to people who have like the same kind of like culture or same kind of like lifestyle almost as you, like you'll feel weird. Funny thing is my roommate for next year is white. So I don't know. Oh, she'll be good too. Let's stay tuned. Um, Yeah, Chantal. I mean, for me, my roommate, she, we actually found each other on Facebook. I really only pick, I mean, I didn't only pick her because she was from Maryland, but she was also from Maryland and she did come, she was said she was a computer science major, which I did computer science in high school. I thought that was a shared interest. So I reached out to her and we had a lot of the same interests. She was really chill. She, she doesn't really like to go out that much, which I like. I mean, I like having someone chill at home with since I'm not, I'm a bit of a homebody myself. Um, but yeah, um, I do understand. That's why I actually told myself I, I could, for at least for the first semester, I couldn't have a, a fully white roommate. So she's half white. Not fully half, white. Sorry. Half, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. They had to at least be mixed. They had to at least be mixed. And it, it made me happy when I got to school and saw that we had the same shampoo and conditioner because we both oh, have period. curls. Yes. You know, like, isn't that just such a, I love that. a solidarity yes, thing? Yes. That, so that, yeah, for so, me that it was just, as long as there was a little bit of culture in there, they, they didn't have to be black, they didn't have to be of color, yeah. you know, because they had, there has to be some form of struggle. I don't know. There just had to be some type of, there had to be, I can't, like, <laughs> so, I, I don't when I'm I, living with somebody, trauma some type of struggle. <laughs> No, I get what you're saying completely. And you know, I didn't go on campus. I did look for roommates and I did find another black girl because I, how am I going to explain spending three hours doing my hair in the bathroom on a wash day? That's not what I'm saying. We do have our own bathroom, but I do have to share it with that one person. If they don't get that every week, 
and the shedding it's just not it's just not okay like I do clean the bathroom afterwards but I'm gonna need it for three hours and I just don't think that's gonna go well <laughs> yeah um, I think it's a really good topic to talk yeah. about I feel it's, like it's a topic that people talk about but like living it um we can do a whole episode. It's almost five, but yeah. I think we can do a whole this episode a on roommates because yeah. the di- roommate dynamic is 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 very, it's very interesting. It's different Maybe than living with your family because it's somebody that you you're not as comfortable with yet, unless you're living with a friend, yeah. or like, you know, it's it's a different dynamic. It's hard to navigate, but we can we can touch on that. We can touch yeah. on that next time. But- um, guys for being vulnerable and talking about this it was lovely hearing your insights and i'm glad we're doing this yeah me too yes. okay y'all hey. talk and that was life update <laughs> that was life update <laughs>